0: plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If. Only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it.
2: And welcome to Web Crawlers, the podcast where we do a deep dive into some of our favorite mysteries. Each week, we will introduce our topic, lay out our research and findings, reveal some conspiracy theories, and conclude with our own hypothesis. I am Allie Siegel. Melissa is getting ready to have her very first baby. And today we have our very special first brave guest host, Breaking the Glass Ceiling, Emily Shaclette. Did I say Shaclet?
3: It's chocolate? Oh my God. It's very, it's very, very close. People say like chocolate all the time. So like it's fine.
2: I like that. <laughs> Emily chocolate. Yeah, right. Um, Emily, tell us a little bit about yourself. Like where do yeah. you live? What do you do? What are your hobbies? Anything.
3: Yeah, definitely. So um I am Emily Shack in the Discord, Emily from San Francisco from the Amazing. voicemails where I sound like a five year old all the time. Um, and what do I do? I mean, I don't really do anything, I don't have hobbies. Perfect. Bimbo I don't energy.
2: Have, <laughs> I don't have interests. Um, right. We're on the right track already. I've <laughs> basically of us. made
3: this podcast my entire personality for the last four months. So there we go.
2: That's all we need. And I just realized you're wearing one of our merch shirts. Basically. I am. Um, yeah, and of course. Live. Oh my yeah. God. I love it. <laughs> that is so perfect. Uh, how did I have a question? Cause I've, I've sure. never asked anyone this and I've just wondered, how did you find our podcast?
3: Um, how did I find your podcast? I think I, I listened to the alarmist and I okay. think that I just like maybe heard like you guys on one of their episodes or something. Yeah. And I, I had caught up, and I was like, I just looking for something, and I was like, okay, well, like I know I like the alarmist, I know I like this like network, and from the very first episode, I was like, oh shit, like these are my people, I want to be their best friends.
2: Oh my god, (laughs) I love that. This is the energy that like I need in my life. (laughs) Yes. Oh my god. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad we found you. Um, Me too. All right. Well, our patrons for today are Angela, Holly's. (laughs) (laughs) Holly, i've been worried about that yeah holly and then it's sls slse so i don't let's just say holly um ashley becky dm rodwell i am minatra and abigail guys welcome to the team we are so (laughs) excited to have you i'm so excited for this episode i i have no i've never heard of it before uh so Emily, tell us tell us what this is all about.
3: Okay, yeah. So this episode is about Cosmo DeNardo and the Lost Boys of Bucks County. I chose this because it's like a true crime from my hometown, but oh my God. also, yeah but also because there is a documentary on discovery plus. So (laughs) it just felt like kismet. Like I can't, it's like I live or I lived in one of those like sleepy small towns where nothing ever happens, but like really like shit happens all the time. And I had like, uh, like 15 different things that I was like, Oh God, what am I going to talk about on this podcast? But the discovery plus sold it
2: for me. Yeah. Whenever there's like a quote unquote, sleepy, small town, like, They're the most salacious, crazy places in the world. Like everyone's murdering each other or like Mm -hmm. sleeping with each other or like stuff like that.
3: It's it's insane. So, yeah, that's why I chose this one. Um, But can I can I take the tagline? Can I let's get into it?
2: Oh, my God. Please, please (laughs) do it. Do it.
3: Okay, I'm just gonna get started. Okay. Um I feel like I'm gonna just always like such a dork,
2: like just reading this off. Listen, podcasting <laughs> is embarrassing. It's so
3: embarrassing.
2: It's and you at the first few times you hate your own voice. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times other people hate your voice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and you just if you listen to our Elisa Lamb podcast, which is our first episode, mm-hmm. I sound so nervous and I am <laughs> reading a script verbatim. Right. And also when we were recording, we had to stop so many times because really? I like forgot how to read. Like I like, <laughs> I would, I would screw up so many things. So yeah, for anyone who's guest hosting and this is your first time podcasting or even not your first time, like good on you. Yeah. Nobody nobody stars as an expert in anything. Right to me once. And I, I love that quote. Um all right, well, let's get into it. <laughs> <laughs> all right.
3: On July 6, 2017, Cosmo Donardo saw his psychiatrist who had been treating him for schizophrenia, bipolar disorder, and schizoaffective disorder for over six months. Ooh. Cosmo had a history of paranoia and violent erratic behavior. But Dr. Kohler had declared his bipolar to be in remission and was weaning him off his medication. Little did he know that just one day before, Cosmo had begun a murderous rampage that left four young men, the lost boys of Bucks County, dead on his family farm.
2: this happened in where you grew up?
3: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is
2: like recently. This is 2017.
3: Yeah. It was just a few years ago.
2: Were you living there at the time?
3: Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. It was a huge deal. It was... I'm sorry, my cat is meowing at me. It was a huge deal.
2: Oh my Um, god! Oh shit! Okay, continue. uh,
3: Yeah, it like it gives me like the willies because
2: anyway. (laughs) Yeah, I would think someone murdering four people in your town would give you the willies. (laughs) (laughs) I get like scared when there's like a citizens alert about a car accident. Right, walks away from me.
3: Okay. Um, mm-hmm. All right. So before graduating high school, Cosmo was a model young citizen. He was handsome and helpful. His parents, Tony and Sandra, there's a lot of names in this. I try okay. to keep it really clear, but there's a lot of names.
2: Everyone get, um, get, unless you're driving, get out a paper and pencil right? to keep track of all of this. <laughs>
3: exactly. Um, his parents, Tony and Sandra DiNardo, thought that he'd one day become the mayor of their town because he was so beloved by his community. He was a high school football star, but suffered several career-ending head and neck injuries. In early 2016, he was diagnosed with major depressive disorder. And that May, he was in an accident that left him pinned under an ATV for hours, suffering head injuries and a broken leg. And that required him to use a wheelchair. A month after the accident, his all-American boy behavior was gone.
2: Okay wondering like if all these severe head injuries like actually fucked up his gourd and right could have contributed to yeah, this kind of behavior
3: yeah because that's a lot to happen when you're young like that like right after another
2: yeah like your neurology like i'm just wondering if he if he bonked this the part <laughs> of his brain where like anger is or something i mean i don't right. i don't know but that's crazy okay
3: we, we've still got more head injuries to come, okay? This got <laughs> it keeps on coming. Um, all right, so Cosmo began acting paranoid and erratic. He refused to eat his mother's cooking because he thought she was trying to poison him. His his antidepressants, along with immobility from the accident, caused him to gain weight, which only furthered his depression. Uh, in the doc and in the article that I used for this, they yeah. talk about his man boobs a lot. <laughs>
2: Oh, poor guy. Oh, my God. I know. Oh, That's so sad. So
3: his, his man boobs furthered his depression.
2: Yeah. Um, that's so funny. There, there's our sound clip. There's, right. we, got, we got our audiogram. Perfect.
3: <laughs> um, he was arrested and institutionalized after a fight with his mother in her car became physical. Oh my he God. bit her and gave her a black eye. Oh, my God. Um, and this was I didn't put this in here, but the, he was on the way to the hospital to like voluntarily commit himself. And then like or like yeah, allegedly yeah, yeah. voluntary. His mom wanted him to commit himself, whatever. So um, that was the first time he was hospitalized for mental illness. He was in and out of mental facilities three more times, becoming aggressive and violent with each stint.
2: Oh, Jesus Christ.
3: Yeah, that's.
2: Yeah, that's. God.
3: I had um this has nothing to do with this but the Perfect. hospital that he that he <laughs> was in um it was the hospital that I had my appendix taken out at and I had called in a few weeks ago about my nurse who was trying to steal my drugs same hospital oh, so <laughs> there's there's my
2: <laughs> That's I'm- so crazy. I know. <laughs> Wait. Okay. I remember this voicemail. Oh my God. That's so funny. Mm-hmm. I have a question about your appendix yeah, uh, being sure. taken out because every, I think I said this in the mailbag, but every mm-hmm. time I have a stomach ache, I'm always afraid that it's my appendix rupturing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What What were your symptoms before your append- you knew it was your appendix? So
3: I actually thought I had a pulled muscle. So like oh. what happened was I was sitting at a bar stool, like eating dinner and yeah. I got down, and like when I got down, I felt the pain, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Like I just like I'm getting old. I got down weird. I pulled a muscle, yeah. and then like it ha- it just like I hurt for like two days, and then finally, like my husband like forced me to go to the hospital, and I was like, "This is ridiculous!" Like I just pulled a muscle. This is fine. I'm like, yeah. okay, whatever, and then. I went to the hospital and they're like, oh, no, like your organ is exploding. And I was like, oh, cool. Well, like, I'm glad I can't. Oh, my God.
2: (laughs) And that's why we should always listen to men. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I I just want another one star review. (laughs) Right. Okay. Okay. All right.
3: So um, Cosmo was also angry at his dad for his alleged infidelities. He told his doctor, Dr. Kohler, that he had once hunted his father with an AR-15 on the family farm but ultimately decided not to kill him. Oh, that's good. Like, what? (laughs) Yeah, okay. Like, what the fuck? How does this doctor know this? And is like, okay, like, you're fine. You're in remission. What the fuck? Um, After a particularly bad fight in November 2016 that turned violent, Cosmo's father hit his son in the head with a brick. Yeah, I told you, the head injuries keep coming. Yeah. Cosmo was hospitalized yet again for three weeks where he was described as suicidal and homicidal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to kill myself when I listen to this. My laugh is so annoying. No, Anyways. I was
2: actually about to say, like, you're doing amazing so far. I don't think Melissa oh needs to come back.
3: Oh, my God. Thank you. <laughs> Melissa, enjoy the baby. I've got it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Poor Melissa. She's probably like, everybody hates me. I... Um. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> okay. Uh, In the early months of 2017, the odd behaviors continued. He would make sexual comments towards his mother, stare blankly into space, and was involved in more fights, both with his family and with others. Oh,
2: my God. Uh,
3: his mother thought a lack of friends might be contributing to his depression. So when a cousin reached out wanting to connect her own troubled son with Cosmo, Sandra jumped on the opportunity to add some positivity into Cosmo's dark life. That decision would turn out to be deadly.
2: <laughs> <da, da>, <laughs> that wait that's just what he needs is more psychotic friends like right, more yeah. crazy people hanging out with each other um, right like I, whatever that's a bad choice but also like the sexual comments towards his mother and staring mm-hmm. blankly into space makes me think like these head injuries have done something to his crazy yeah
3: something is like a, a flip definitely switch because yeah that's just like not he, like she. There's there's like mommy issues going on here as well. Yeah, because like
2: something is not right.
3: Making special obviously. comments, thinking that she's trying to poison him. Like,
2: yeah, this is yeah. not good. Obviously,
3: right, <laughs>
2: right. <laughs> <laughs> Hot take: This is not good. <laughs> okay.
3: Um. So the this is the the cousin that he gets introduced to. Okay. Sean Kratz had issues of his own. He had recently been involuntarily committed to a mental health facility by his mother for violent tendencies and threats uh, that included showing his nine-year-old brother a gun and telling him he was going to blow his brains out. Uh, For some fucking reason, Cosmo and Sean's mothers hoped that these two boys would keep each other out of trouble. I mean, like, make it make sense.
2: (laughs) Yeah, no, no, no.
3: (laughs) So now we get into when shit it's real so yeah, it's a fan. they they're they're hanging out they like they they're like selling drugs whatever oh, so <laughs> <laughs> right it's great it's going great um the pair met their first victim jimmy patrick on july 5th 2017 jimmy thought he was being brought to the Donardo family farm to purchase eight thousand dollars worth of marijuana lot, which is hot. a lot yeah, yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> uh, Instead, Cosmo brought him to a remote area of the farm and shot him. He and Sean buried Jimmy's body in a hole that Cosmo dug with one of the property backhoes. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, like, I couldn't understand. I don't know anything about, like... drugs (laughs) drugs <laughs>
2: yeah no either like that much pot so, yeah
3: yeah I was like what do you I was like thinking like why would you even go to a farm to buy pot I've never the only time I've ever bought weed has been like legally in California so like I don't know how drug deals are supposed to work but I feel like I would be like I don't want to go to your farm that doesn't seem yeah, right that
2: I he has to be a resell like eight thousand dollars worth of marijuana like you're probably a dealer also like that right. doesn't makes yeah. sense and also i'm wondering if they got the money before they killed him otherwise they're dumb yeah i don't know i mean they're Honestly. dumb in general but right like, they're crazy. either way they're stupid <laughs> that's crazy yeah.
3: um yeah i have no idea if they got the money but eh, whatever yeah. um so two days later, Cosmo and Sean picked up Dean. I have no idea how to say this name, so I'm just not going to. Dean
2: Finocchio.
3: F. Pinocchio. Pinocchio. Yes.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, so they picked up Dean and brought him to the farm. Uh, Dean thought he'd be buying a quarter pound of marijuana. So this is another drug deal. Yeah. Um, they entered the barn and Sean shot Dean in the head. Cosmo then shot Dean's lifeless body again and they left it in a giant tank that they called the pig roaster.
2: Oh, god, yeah,
3: yeah. The uh, they he like he knew that he was dead and just shot him again anyway.
2: These people are crazy. Now let's take a quick break for announcements. Webcrawlers has a Patreon to get access to bonus episode shout outs. Who knows? Maybe Melissa will never come back and we'll just have guest (laughs) hosts forever. So (laughs) become a patron and who knows? Maybe you could guest host one day. Please go to patreon.com slash webcrawlers. You can donate literally as little as $2 a month to become a patron. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. If you give us a five-star review, we will shout you out. And also probably if you give us a one-star review, we'll shout you out too. <laughs> um, but They're even better. They honestly are better. I like the one-star reviews better, but please yeah. don't do that. Um, also, Erios has a hotline. Insert jingle here.
1: 626-604-6262 six
2: continue to call us we're actually unfortunately not going to have our mailbag episodes while melissa's out but we're going to accrue so many voicemails while she's gone that like by the time she's back it's, it's going to be, be insane it's going to be three hour uh mailbag <laughs> episodes so please just continue <laughs> to call and just say whatever you want and then like four months later you'll hear your voicemail and it right. will no, <laughs> long- it'll no longer be timely but it will be great
1: every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. All
2: right, now back to our episode.
3: So they had another drug deal set up for that night. They left to pick up Mark Sturgis and Tom Mio. Uh, brought him to the farm. As Tom stepped out of the vehicle onto the farm, Cosmo shot him in the back, paralyzing him. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh, that just turned my stomach. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. It's it's one thing to like listen to this stuff, and another thing to
2: like talk about it. <laughs> oh, I know. It's like shocking to and to like really research it and go through yeah. it. Like it's scary.
3: Yeah. Um. So he shot him in the back, paralyzing him. As he lay on the ground screaming that he couldn't feel his legs, Mark attempted to run, but Cosmo shot him and he fell dead. Oh Cosmo God. was out of ammo, so he hopped on a backhoe and ran Tom over. Dead instantly, he said in his confession to police. Oh, my God. I think, like, if I remember correctly, I haven't watched the documentary in a while, but they, like, have footage of the confession. And he says, like, pop. Pop. Dead instantly.
2: Oh, that's like sociopathic, like just not Mm -hmm. even caring. Oh, Jesus. Cosmo
3: and Sean loaded their victims' bodies into the pig roaster and set it ablaze, then buried the charred remains on the property. When they finished, they left to go get a cheesesteak.
2: No. No. Yeah. Yes. Weird side. Weird side note. Mm -hmm. Melissa's favorite pregnancy food was cheesesteak. Really? Yeah. She ordered she got postmates Philly cheesesteak, like A few times a week oh my god i love that for her so much not to say she has a lot in common with these murderers but
3: (laughs) just saying (laughs)
2: where the fuck was melissa july 2017 (laughs) where was melissa during all this
3: That's just, like, the most Philly thing that I think could ever happen. Like, I'm going (laughs) to murder four people, but then I'm going to go get a (laughs) cheesesteak. Yeah, Yeah. it's
2: crazy. Great.
3: (laughs) Um, Okay, so all four victims were reported missing by their families, and a ping from Dean's cell phone led police to the Denaro Farm, where they found the grave of Dean, Mark, and Tom. Cosmo later agreed to tell police where they had buried Jimmy in exchange for the prosecution not seeking the death penalty. So... Both Cosmo and Sean were charged for the murders. Cosmo pled guilty and was sentenced to four consecutive life sentences. And Sean went to trial. He was found guilty and sentenced to life plus 30 years. Oh, thank God. So they're in the slammer. They're in the slammer. So, it's I mean, this is pretty cut and dry. They did it. Like, that's not, you know, they They fucking did it. But I do have some conspiracy
2: theories. Ooh, let's get into it.
3: You already Mm -hmm. kind of touched on. So the ATV accident, like all of this shit happened after that. So maybe, like, the head injuries are to blame. Maybe yeah. his depression was exasperated by the fact that he was pinned under the ATV for hours. So, yeah. like, he could possibly have some trauma there. Like, nobody came to find him. Like, maybe that exasperated. Maybe that is something to do with, like, why his he has all these issues with his parents, because he was just, like, out there alone. So that's one thing. Another thing is um his dad. So the night that they committed the murders, the The three murders, the second night, um, Cosmo texted his dad asking him to come to the farm alone. Uh, Tony told police that he did show up that night, but was not alone, uh, insinuating that his mistress was with him. They arrived at the property, but then back out and left. So it's possible that he was planning on killing his dad, but just took out his murderous rage elsewhere.
2: Seems like Uh, it. Yeah.
3: He already said that he had hunted. His dad with an AR 15. So,
2: yeah, I mean, not (laughs) not out of the realm of possibility.
3: (laughs) (laughs) And then, um, this is my favorite one. Was he haunted or possessed? Oh, thank God. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, his mom talks about this that their home was rumored to be built on a Native American burial ground, which is like not out of the realm of possibility for like where this all happened. It's very like you know, everything is named after Native American things around there. Um, So she had reported hearing screaming in the walls before. And like, it was just like a well-known thing, like in their neighborhood, like they would talk about it, like, Something would go wrong and I'd be like, oh, it's the it's the ancient Native American burial ground. Oh, my God. Um, And they were also very, very Catholic. Um, He went to like a Catholic school and all that stuff. So when all this shit started happening, she had a priest come to perform an exorcism on the home after the violent behavior and stuff began. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. she said that when the priest, I don't know, I think a priest or a, I don't know, I don't know nothing don't about know. Yeah. Catholicism. Um, when the priest reached the master bedroom, he was struck by something so horrifying that it caused him to run out of the house and vomit on their front lawn.
2: Okay, this is the craziest story I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: that, that I can't confirm that for sure. Neither the priest or the Archdiocese of Philadelphia will comment on the exorcism other than the fact that it happened. But, um, it's possible that he was just possessed by a demon,
2: honestly, not no i I, I don't rule against that also, right. that's my favorite theory for sure. also yes. I just looked it up and it says aggression is one of the most common consequences of traumatic brain in uh injury. Mm-hmm. It says that eleven to thirty four percent of people could get aggression after brain injuries or become violent holy shit yeah so that's i mean that's kind of crazy it says uh impulse control self-awareness i mean so if you've been hit in the brain that many times like yeah i don't know um it also says 11 to 13 patients uh experience personality disorders i just think about like the football thing like he was a high school
3: football star right and like Football's aggressive and to yeah. have head injuries so young that put you out of the game, like people like people play football after getting like crazy fucking shit happened to yeah. their head and they they just like go on to like the NFL or whatever. Like he it had to be really bad for him at like eighteen to be like,
2: Okay, no, you're done, you know? Yeah, totally. but well, it's also crazy that they were like, This guy's gonna be mayor, and then like the pipeline right. to he's gonna be mayor to like he's murdered all these people and now his life in jail. Like it's just yeah weird like how did I mean I guess you could have a psychotic break but it's just weird that he got all these head injuries and mm-hmm. then like I mean yeah. it was definitely he's possessed but like it could also be <laughs> <laughs> it's I mean, definitely it a demon but like he also hit his head it so could also be the it could also be the head injuries <laughs> um well Emily this was an incredible first episode i mean i am like blown away i
3: i'm i could have lived without you telling me that i was the first one
2: <laughs> i could have lived yeah, without sorry. that information but <laughs> how did it feel do you feel relieved that it's over
3: yeah I, I feel relieved that it's over for sure i was like up last night like oh my god i'm gonna sound like a dork uh I'm, mm-hmm. she's not gonna laugh it's gonna be awful i'm just gonna be like <laughs> it's going to be so bad.
2: <laughs> no, if, if anything, I feel like we have a vibe. Like I feel I like we have some mystery so. and yeah. um, we're best friends now. That's um, perfect. Okay, good. Uh, as long as you're <laughs> ready to go along with it. Uh, thank <laughs> you so much for guesting. I am so excited you did this and I'm so excited for everyone else too. tell us yeah. your discord name again, or if like you have any social media that you can be followed on if you want to be followed sure. or anything like that. Yeah. So I'm Emily
3: Shack on the Discord. Um, you can follow me on Instagram. I'm at Emily Shack with two A's. And I also have a podcast that I do with my husband called On Thick Ice. I do it with my husband. It's kind of a riff of, of like on thin ice. It's like a relationship podcast, but it's not like we don't, we're not therapists. We don't, <laughs> we don't give advice. Hi. We just talk about shit. Like what are we going to eat for dinner every night and who's going to clean the bathroom? And it's stupid, but it's fun. <laughs>
2: love that okay two questions how did you and your husband meet
3: we met at a bar which is really stupid um
2: no a real life meeting that's crazy
3: yeah we we had a real life meet and we had our first date at a strip club
2: (laughs) okay you guys have to tune into this podcast (laughs) (laughs) i've got lots of stories can you explain uh, your first date on this st- at the strip club? How did that happen? If you don't mind me asking.
3: Yeah. So how it happened? Okay. So we actually met like a few months before we met at the bar, and we like really didn't like each other. We like didn't vibe. We were introduced like by friends, and like I don't know. It, it he it was just a stupid situation. He paid for everybody else except for me, and I was like, "Fuck this guy! I'm never talking to him again." He was like begging you. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Um, But then a few months later, I was with that same friend, go back to the same bar. And she was, Allie, when I tell you she was drunk, like she, I've never seen a human being so drunk in my entire life. And she was like, we have to go to the strip club. We have to go to the strip club. And we're all like, okay, like, cool, fine, whatever. So we all load up into his car and go to the strip club. And by this point, I was like, Drinking long, I, I was twenty two. First of all, I was drinking Long Island iced teas. I'm like at a strip club. There's all these like naked women in front of me, and I'm like,
2: "All right, I guess I'm going home with this guy." <laughs> favorite, my favorite first date story I've ever heard in my life: Long Island iced teas in a strip club.
3: <laughs> exactly, it, it worked. I mean, you know, I'm I I got married and I got three cats out of it. So and now you know? you're
2: married. They're, exactly. That's how you do it, ladies. <laughs> take it, <laughs> take it from Emily. Uh, all right, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening. I am so excited for the next few months uh, and too. all and how this is going to go. And I can't uh, wait to hear all my friends. So cool. I love like the Discord has a community and now everyone <laughs> gets to like tell their own stories and get yeah. to know each other even more. And like, it's <clears> just so cool. And see each other um, on like the Zoom and stuff like that or yeah. on, on the Patreon and stuff. <clears throat> um, all right, guys. Well, uh, this is Emily my dogs know that I'm about to get off the of zoom. This is, you can see if you're a patient, you can see, yeah, you can see Dolly and Asher just enter Dolly and Asher have entered the chat. Oh, Dolly is smelling Asher's asshole. I'm really, I'm really, I'm really sorry for that. All right, guys, have a good day. Bye.
0: Original. Powered by ACAST.